you ever heard of the healing power of laughter? You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to your Nerd of Godcast, that place where we we don't mind tickling one another's fancy, causing us to giggle uncontrollably as long as we're not hurting anyone's feelings. <laughs> See, there you go, right now, as advertised, ladies and gentlemen. We're not here to make promises. We don't no have touching. to keep. No touching. No touching. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all things that make us geek out and give glory to God. But... I'm not going to be doing it by myself tonight. Sitting on my left, simultaneously making my life twice as easy and twice as frustrating since 2006. He's oh the very gosh. best at being the very worst. With me, uh, occasionally, it's Steve-O Supremo. It's really a gift that I have. It really is. That I can make things easy for somebody and difficult. It's, it's, it's what he does. Yeah. It's what he does. I'm the best at it. He's the best there is at uh-huh. what he does. Yeah. Keeping this party going, she is a punk rock pirate who's traveled the world and the seven seas. Your friend and mine, Alexandria <laughs> by God Marica. Hey, friends. I have 13 laughs, and the one that I use when I think something's really funny is just not breathing. <laughs> <laughs> I literally stopped breathing for a whole second and then I just release. Yeah, it yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, they had to call an ambulance one time at an Adam Sandler movie for it was really bad. She just oh, giggled yeah. so hard. She turned blue. It was really bad. Uh, anyway, keep <laughs> fun facts. Thir- did you count them? Like, is that an actual thing? I think, yeah. It's, it's like she has like more that. She has more more kinds of laughs than Eskimos have words for snow. She's yeah. the Baskin Robbins of laughter. <laughs> Something like that. 31. She, she asked for a 31. They gave her a 13. Oh, uh, I have a friend of mine. <laughs> dyslexia. A tattoo. Often imitated, never duplicated. He's come to be a cutie and chew bubble gum. And guess what, ladies? He's all out of bubble gum. It's the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. That's cutie with a Q, baby. Oh, no. You're like a a little tiny orange. (laughs) (laughs) Is that because he has appeal? Citrus jokes. Yeah. See, she has the spiritual gift of acting interested in what you have to say, whether she is or not. It is the notorious JCZ, Julia Cameron Colazzo. Hey, yo, what's good? <laughs> I, I, I'll that tell intro you. was good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, pushing all the buck, the buttons that keep, or pushing all the butts, pushing all the butts. <laughs> no touching. <laughs> Don't push my butt. <laughs> pushing all the buttons that keep this bucket of bolts flying. He touched the butt. He, he is our <laughs> resident smart guy. Hello. Hey there. Nick the engineer. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Save me, Nick. Save me. I thought you were going to try to like defend yourself in some way. You just were like, yeah, I'm gonna let yeah. it go. He is he is nonplussed as as always. And tonight I have a special treat for you right here in my pants pocket. Um, <laughs> here, here in the pocket of my dungarees. More uncomfortable. Is it a melted Snickers bar? What's going on? Uh, back it is, it, it is a Twix bar. Are you a right or a left Twix person? <laughs> There's so many poorly chosen right. words on that sentence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
coming, making a triumphant return tonight. She is salty and sweet, and she is conveniently pocket-sized. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Nerd of God cast, Jackie freaking Wilson. Yeah. Oh, Captain, my Captain. This spot's oh. weird. Oh, you, you've been removed from your, your hither. My perch. Your personal You're perch. You're in the guest spot now, though. That's right. It's better than being in the crane's roost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the crowing. It's happening. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we are so glad to have you back, Jackie. How in the world have you been? <laughs> what, wait, what, what is that? What an interesting word. Are you a ghost now? <laughs> yes, I feel like it. <laughs> Jackie is still, she's sitting here in her, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you this. Or you can, like, it's okay, She has stole her uniform from the Walt Disney World Resort. I uh, checked it out. It's on my record card. It's fine. Okay, so she, she's still in her in her Disney finest, mm-hmm. uh, but coming to us directly from Boardwalk tonight. That's the, the show place of the shore. That is the haberdashery uh, attire, if I'm not mistaken, and it's good to have you with us this evening. Jackie, uh, we miss you. We miss you too. Uh, we feel we feel bad. We quit a whole podcast, and then and everybody else came back, and Jackie's like, "Nope." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Yep, that yep. is what happened." All right. I guess I guess that's the end of that conversation. <laughs> it is what we, it is. We are all caught up with Jackie. So. That's Jackie saying. Sucks to suck. Yeah. Sucks to suck. Well, well, welcome back, and we uh, we hope that you guys will take an opportunity to say hello to Jackie and that you're glad that she is back. What's the best way for them to do that, Stephen? Well, the best way to connect with us is to connect with us on all the social medias. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. Or you can visit our website and official store at nerdofgodcast.com. Or join the, 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 the but wait, there's more. There's more. <laughs> or join the conversation in our online live group, the Nerd of God Squad. Search for us on Facebook or jump directly there by going to www.nogsquad.com. That's the Nerd of God Squad on Facebook. Share some memes and live your dreams. Masterfully um, done. I did the post. Just masterfully done. Masterfully done. <laughs> well, welcome back. We got a lot to do tonight. We're going to have some fun. I'm excited. Tonight we're talking about laughter. And, <laughs> uh, I know. Oh, uh, no. One of speaking of memes, thirteen different kinds of laughter tonight. Uh-huh. That's what we're going to be going through. Uh, uh, do you guys like to laugh? Yes. yes. Is there ever a, a moment when you don't like to laugh? When it's yes. a bad situation. <laughs> you never want to laugh at a funeral. Never? I can't well, understand. Or when you're saying your vows at your wedding, perhaps? Uh, I don't know. I've seen people laugh at funerals and laugh while doing their vows. Yeah. But they're it, appropriate. Like, it's I pet- retract my statement. Yeah, it all depends on the scenario, I guess. I guess so. Well, yeah, I, I like, like... Do you take this man to be your lawfully wedded husband? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. I don't know about that. <laughs> Psych. Oh, April oh. Fools. Oh, no. uh, today is April Fool's Day. That's yeah. we're, we're recording this on April Fool's, so I can't think of a better day for us to talk about these things. By the time you hear it, it will have been April Fool's Day, but that's okay. Uh, go go to your Animal Crossing on your Nintendo Switch, change the, the, the settings on the clock, and you can relive this fun day forever. Today forever. we celebrate George Weasley's birthday. Who? George Weasley, one half of the Weasley twins. Well, I don't know um, why you said that, and I thought you said George and Wheezy, like from the Jeffersons. Yeah. <laughs> it's their birthday, too. Wait, they're twins, but it's only one of their birthdays? Yeah, well, one's dead. Aw. Oh. oh. Yeah. Well, that's not <laughs> funny at all. This must be a funny episode, That's not funny at all. Well, you know, the funny thing is... This is an example of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> so we celebrate spot. the birthday... We don't celebrate the birthday of the dead 
but we celebrate the birthday of the fake one? I mean, because they're both fake, right? They're fictional characters. Yeah. Neither yeah. of them were actually born. That's true. Well, no, the actors were born. I just Ooh, don't know we've unlocked Is it the actor's birthday today? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Oh. We've unlocked a new type of laughter. Uncomfortable <laughs> laughter. <laughs> there are now 14 types uh, of yeah. laughter. <laughs> so everybody, just so you know, throughout the night, we have like a, like a, like a fighting game roster of just blacked out laughters. What blacked out? Oh, because like we're unlocked like like in shadow. In shadow. Yeah. Here comes a new challenger. Yeah. <laughs> Dorky laughter. <laughs> uh, courteous laughter. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. Great. Fancy good stuff. Yeah, but before we get into all of the nuances that come with the comedy, we want to say thank you to some very special people. This past week, we had our very first Nerd of Godcast trivia night. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was all put together by our friend from Toronto. Toronian? He told us. He told us what it was. No, I don't think that's it. I don't know. I was late. so Yeah, he told us what it was, and I meant to make a big thing out of it, but I forgot. Our favorite person from Toronto, Toronto, is Joshua Chalk. And maybe not our favorite person, because there's other people from Toronto. But he's our favorite person from Toronto that puts together trivia games for us. But Joshua, thank you so much for hosting this event. We had a lot of fun. He even threw in a couple, like, like hey, here's a Nerdy God cast game game. It that was all was about fun. the games that we play, name oh, pending. Oh, man, that's fun. Yeah, it was Tony a lot and of I fun. had to, like, step back. We <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stop answering because, uh, but we, we had a lot of fun. We, he did these ones that were really great. They were, uh, he would show album covers from, uh, like, 2000s Christian artists, and you would have yeah. to, like, guess the names of the album just by the album cover. Yeah, with the and names he photoshopped, photoshopped each out. of those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. He's a fun Torontonian. Oh, you just Googled it, I didn't did you? I did Google it. <laughs> and that one, you say the second T, because you can't say Torontonian. You can, if you want to. But we'll laugh at you. Like, in a, what would, we just unlocked, I think, the laugh of pity. Like, uh-huh. uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so uh, thank you, Josh. Thank you for everybody else that showed up for that night. It was really great. I think we had up to 30 people at one time. So, uh, you know, maybe not like the biggest night on record of a Zoom meeting or anything like that, but it was pretty it was darn a good pretty for good us. pretty good turnout. Which was weird because, did you guys notice, we had people that did not come from the Nerd God Squad that showed up to this thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, we had folks that I think just found this thing on Eventbrite because we didn't market it or advertise it anywhere except for our Facebook group. Right. And, uh, like, we had one, one lady, Divya was her name name i think yeah and she showed up and uh, clearly uh, i don't believe that she was part of the uh of the squad you know she didn't seem to know anything about their podcast she didn't seem to know a whole lot about the bible or god or anything like that but it, she just kind of stumbled into our trivia night and we had a lot of fun and yeah. she had a great attitude everybody really yeah. kind of uh, accepted her and, and made her feel welcome helped her out with little hints and stuff like that yeah. and at the end of the night we got to share uh just a real quick kind of gospel presentation because i thought hey when are we gonna get to see divia again right so uh, maybe hopefully she connected and she's listening to the show. If so, Divya, we love you. Jesus loves you, and we are glad that you are here. Yeah. Next time, uh, next time we do this thing, it'll be a lot more fun. Uh, continue to follow us on the Nerd God Squad, and you can find out about the next events that are coming up in your neck of the woods. We also want to say thank you to our Patreon sponsors. Thank you. Uh, We uh, Patreon pays the bills, and uh, we appreciate those fine men and women of the Lord who uh, continue to be faithful in their sponsorship. We're doing a lot of talking here. Let's get into the meat of what we're talking about. Tonight, because we are talking about laughter, I want to go to one of the greatest natural sources of laughter in human history, and Mm -hmm. that is what we're going to talk about in this segment, If We Were. 
character from a movie or a video game A famous flying ace from somewhere deep in space It's time to find out from the his and hers We're gonna play a game called If We Were In tonight's If We Were, we're gonna answer the question Who would we be, what would we be If we were a television sitcom The 30 minute uh. situation <laughs> comedy Perhaps inspired by uh, latent uh, thoughts of WandaVision <laughs> but from all of the history of TV, from TV Land and Nick at Night to Must See TV and TGIF, uh, if you were a TV sitcom, what sitcom would you be? Who who has an answer? Okay, I think I... Is Brooklyn Nine-Nine a sitcom? I think yes, so. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I would be Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Why, Julia? I think because <laughs> there's a lot of heart to the show. And everyone's really sassy to each other, but there's a lot of respect and mutual caring for other people, and I feel like that kind of sums me up a little bit. So sassy, but respectful? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Respectfully sassy. A little irreverent? Yeah. But team-based? Yes, I think that was the main point. You always got to stick up for your team. I started watching that show because of Taylor Cruz. It's, I love him so much. Is a, he he a loves tre- a national treasure. He really is. He really is. Protect that man at all costs. Yes, please. <laughs> He's going to be our president one day. Yes, I he hope. Is. I would he vote is. for him in a heartbeat. He I would. He's going to make sure our plant life gets Brondo. It's got, yeah. it's got the electrolytes the plants, plants crave. crave. Yeah. Uh, who else knows what sitcom they would be if they were a sitcom? Does anybody want to argue with Brooklyn Nine Nine no, for I Julia? I like it. That's pretty I think solid. That's good. I think that's good. Shut up. Who's, don't you don't you say? Didn't somebody say that you remind them of a character on that show, Julia? Yeah, Amy Santiago. Okay, gotcha. I love that's Amy fine. Santiago. Do you see it? Can you can you see that? See Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never seen that show. It's no? so fantastic. Good. You need I've all of the I've things that you watch. I've tried a couple times and I couldn't make it past the first episode. I just, I just personally didn't enjoy it. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's bad. I just, it wasn't for me. I watch the show and my, and my wife hates it. She hates that show. Like if I watch it, she'll put headphones on and watch something else on her phone. She just can't stand the show. I don't know what it is about it. It's Andy Samberg. Maybe. And she loves she loves New Girl and I thought she would be excited because they had a New Girl crossover with it. Oh Did, yeah. It didn't right. wow her. Yeah. Didn't that's wow funny. her. Which they means did. that I have to be new girl. <gasps> oh, because yes. we're best friends. Crossing yes, over with girl. Julia here. That was good. <laughs> I really do think I'm new girl, though, because it's kind of chaotic. There's a lot going on, but there is so much community, and I love to bring people together. And mm-hmm. I also just think that I'm an odd mix of Winston and Jessica Day. <laughs> yes. I don't know how. Are you finished with the show yet? No, I'm on season four. Okay, okay. so so uh, tell me what it is, if, if for those that are uninitiated with New Girl, what is it about Winston and Jessica Day that you see yourself in? Okay, Jess often tries to make things better, but often makes them worse because she doesn't <laughs> know when to shut up. Mm. Um, and I often do that, but she has the purest of intentions. Mm-hmm. Like, see, I don't want to ruin part of the show. I'm not going to do it. But then Winston is also just... He's chaotic. He's just a lot. <laughs> Thanks. One of my favorite jokes on the show, and this is not really a spoiler, it's just a joke spoiler, is when Winston finds out he's colorblind. And as he's doing it, he's like, man, my shoes are brown. And they're like, Winston, your shoes are green. And he's like, Winston, your shoes are green. (laughs) And then he's like, my shoes are as brown as money. (laughs) <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then and then I think Schmidt goes, Winston, if you th- if you're if you think your shoe the your shoes are brown, what color do you think you are? And he just goes, he just has like a, a face of like, who am I? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite joke of the entire show. It's so good. All right, so you're new girl. All right, so Steven, you're up. What what show would you be if you were a sitcom? I don't know why. But the only thing that's coming to mind is Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, wa- I want to know why. 
because it's a little it's a little different than the rest of the sitcoms. It's not like your typical laugh track. I mean, at the time it came out, it was different. Mm-hmm. Now it it kind of sparked the the non laugh track kind of sitcom. But know, it just kind of was more of a real situ- not situational, but it wasn't like oh the perfect family and with antics. It was like oh this this kind of a train wreck of a family, <laughs> but they make it through. And I feel like that's me. I'm kind of a train wreck, but I make it through. <laughs> that, that's, your, that's your next tagline. He's uh, with me as always. He's kind of a train wreck, but he'll make it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and yeah, very good. Uh, Nick, I'm throwing it to you, man. We don't usually bring you in on these things if we can avoid it. But uh, Nick, if you were a sitcom, what show would you be, brother? Um, how about Home Improvement? Okay. Uh, See, wait, wait, wanna... wait. If you're going to do that, can you give us like a, a Tim the Tool Man Taylor grunt? <laughs> I would have said for next smart guy. Yeah, but he, he wanted to be a sitcom that people have actually seen. I watched Ooh. Smart Guy. You've watched a lot of stuff that not a lot of people have seen. Well, anyone my age watched Smart Guy. It I came never out when watched I was, Smart Guy. You know, I'm not. You're not my age. You're close enough. I'm a I'm a different age group than you now. <laughs> we mark a different box on our on our paperwork. Uh, they don't think I know a buttload of crap about a buttload of crap, but I do. Okay. I think Smart Guy came out when like you were like a year old. Yeah, Nick is Nick is Decker, you know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, go really, really deep into it. Wait, is that the one with uh, Ted Danson? Ted Danson. Yeah, yeah, I love that show. I he was a too. doctor really in New York. Oh, you know what? When you said that, that changed my answer. Uh, from what? From what to Scrubs? No, it was because <laughs> <laughs> you. At least it was with actually, me, you're 100 Doctor Cox. It was Scrubs. Scrubs oh. was going to be it. Oh. That was going to be my answer. But when you said that, I felt maybe Night Court. Maybe I want to be Night Court a little You'd bit. You'd be Murphy Brown. Shut up now. <laughs> what, what, what show would you be? I would be Arrested Development. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Why? That's good. Why? Because I'm chaotic energy automatically. Uh, everybody does kind of crazy things, but it's really funny. No, like married with children. Married with children. Yeah. <laughs> so like I like that better. With no kids. No. So yes, I'm the opposite of married with children. Okay. So, and there's always money in the banana stand. It's always, yeah. always in the money. banana stand. Yeah. Okay. Plus, Neff at one point was uh, really interested in being part of the Blue Man Group. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that, the, is that the, the group for depressed men? No, but I made the same mistake. Okay. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Jackie. If you were a sitcom, what situation comedy would you be, my darling? Well, my brain first jumps to the easiest one possible, which is Parks and Rec, because I am mm. Leslie. You Hill. are Leslie. You are. Yeah, so, but I'm open to any easy. other suggestion because I feel like I constantly go back to that well and drink from it. So. <laughs> but if it ain't dry, but, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I see it. I, I think. I had a Zoom meeting at my job today, and the background that he used from a Zoom meeting was Leslie Nope's office, and I thought of you the whole time. Yeah, I think I think you nailed it on the first try. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. I just well figured, done. you know, any other uh, opinions? <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll go with that. Parks and Rec. So we would love to know who you would be if you were a sitcom. The best way you can do that is by hitting us up on the Nerdy Godcast Twitter or our Facebook page. Let us know who you would be if you were a sitcom. Hashtag if we were. Character from a movie or a video game A famous flying ace from somewhere deep in space It's time to find out from the his and hers We're gonna play a game called If We Were You guys know what time it is now? It's time for the best thing ever! Neff! Alright everybody, welcome to the best thing ever, best duos ever. Oh yeah. So, last week we had a Clash of Titans. Yes we did. It was Bill and Ted 
versus R2-D2 and C-3PO. Who do you think won, guys? I'm going to guess R2. It should have been Bill and Ted, but it was probably R2-D2 and C-3PO. I think this is nothing but a popularity contest. Tony, what do you think? If I had to guess, I would guess it would be R2 and 3PO. I mean, I know mm. that that's, that seems to just be the more timeless answer. Yeah. Well, from a score of 67% to 33%, mm. Bill and Ted came oh! in with the upset. Oh! Excellent. Oh, man. So, so there's something funny going on this year for the sports ball, for college basketball, for the men's thing. Basically, it's so crazy mixed up that I think only like point zero 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 two percent of the brackets that people make are perfect. Hmm. And I feel like Bill and Ted just did that to our oh, best yeah. thing ever. <laughs> I think up. my bracket They're- is perfect so far. So then wow. you, you should have bet money because you would win a lot of today, money. Today, today I learned that Gonzaga is not a kind of cheese. I had no idea. <laughs> That's a, you're thinking of Gorgonzola. That's what I. Uh, or is it the? No, the, those are the stone little guys that hung out with Quasimodo. That's gargoyles. Oh. No, no, those They're are not, the things from Puerto Rico that sell all the bacon. No, no gargoyles. No, 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 no. Those are the little toys that fought against the soldiers and small soldiers. That's the Gorgonites. Ah, no, no, thank no, you. You're thinking of the guy that was trying to catch the Smurfs. That's a. a, 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 a What's I his win. Gargamel. Gargamel. Uh, I was like, no. Went, what's his name? Went, no, it's the villain from the Ninjago movie. Gar, uh, Garmadon, but whatever. <laughs> Move on. Moving on. You're thinking of the, the, the GPS thing for your car. That's, That's Garmin. Garmin. Oh, I was way You're thinking off. of it. Never mind. It's too right. dark. Too, is, too soon. You're thinking of the late Christian No, singer? stop. It's too soon. I didn't say it because of that. So coming up next <laughs> in the next round of our best nerdy duos. We've got SpongeBob and Patrick. <gasps> yes. This is going to be a generational thing because we got SpongeBob and Patrick versus Frodo Baggins and Samwise Gamgee. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. wait. That's not generational. You. That's just class or no class. Yeah. Oh, come if, on. if Frodo and Samwise lose to SpongeBob and Patrick, I will riot. I love how neither of you guys pronounced your names. You just said SpongeBob. Because <laughs> I'm so frustrated by the thought. It's, we got our SpongeBob from Wish.com. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Square. <laughs> okay, so Julia, you're a SpongeBob fan. Yes. And you have no idea about Lord of the Rings. No, I do not. Would you, she's voting for. would you vote for SpongeBob and Patrick? You just answered. Okay. <laughs> yeah. well, hold on yes. a second. That means before you vote, you have to watch The Lord of the Rings to make a good informed right. vote. We like, will make sure. Like, <laughs> before you vote for the president, do your research. Do before you have you vote 12 for hours to kill? Or just nine just hours if you watch the Too much work. I heard SpongeBob is timeless. That after the uh, after the Snyder Cut came out, they're actually looking. New Line is coming in, and they're going to bring Peter Jackson back to do his version of Lord of the Rings, the Peter Jackson cut of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh. It's going to take eight and a half days. So I love that. <laughs> per movie. So yes. you got a good month, then how, you can watch Lord of the Rings. How can people vote for this, Neff? You can go to nerdgodcast.com. We'll have the link set up for you guys. Just click on it and vote for who you think should be the best thing ever. Ever. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, hey, I don't know about you guys, but I need to take a quick break right now. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tuned? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking to add a little extra something to your wedding? Trying to spice up your church service? Then come on down to the only chapel in the continental U.S. of A. to house large predatory jungle cats. Predator and prey. That's right. You bring the preacher, we bring the paws. Sunday through Friday, because we rest on the Sabbath. Or as we like to call it, Catterday. Bookings are available now for weddings, 
baptisms, and funerals. Heck, sometimes they end up all in the same service. <coughs> don't just take my words for it. Here's a testimonials from one of our satisfied customers. We put on a production of Daniel in the Lion's Den. Never have I been so immersed. That's right! We'll do any church production outside of Benaiah for legal reasons. Heck, we'll even throw in a baby tiger for your nativity scene. All you have to do is sign an incredibly long and detailed consent and liability form, and you can have the wedding of your dreams. And I ain't lying. We boast an excellent survival rate for bridal parties, 100% for wives and 90% for husbands. Flipping Carol Baskins. Heck, if you pay us enough, we'll even do a cat mitzvah. So choose Predator and Prey for your next church event and or luncheon. We're located in between the Pukashell dealership and the Slovakian Coast Guard Embassy off Highway 79. Predator and Prey. Bookings are filling up fast, so call right meow. And now it's time for Silly Jokes with the Nerd of God Squad, the part of the show where the Nerd of God Squad calls in with a silly joke. Hi, this is Christina and Arthur from Kansas City, and we have a joke for you. What's a cat's favorite color? What? Purple. Oh, <laughs> mine too, kid. <laughs> this beats joke. A guy fell into an open septic tank, and he died, but the police ruled it a suicide. A suicide. Oh. My name is Blake, and I'm here to challenge Julia for the best silly joke. So here it goes. What makes a thieving baker dangerous? He likes to take whisks. Get it? Whisks. Charlotte Miranda from Orlando, Florida. And here's my joke. Why was the horse swimming around? Why? Because he wanted to be horsing around. Get it? Bye. I love that so much. That was good. Hi, I'm Andrew, and this is Peter from Kansas City, Missouri, and we have a joke. Why is Saturn a good name for a planet? Why is it a good name for a planet? Because it has a nice ring to it. And thank you so much to those in our Nerd of God squad who submitted their jokes. Those were the best. I thought Blake's was the absolute worst, but it's the only one that got a <laughs> laugh out of Julia that she had to lean in for. So, <laughs> Blake, Blake is now the silly joke champion, but we, uh, we, love, you your ministry. we love you all so much for being a part. Tonight we are going to be talking about laughter on the Nerd of God cast, and I thought when I think of laughter, there's one person that immediately springs to my mind, but he was not available tonight. So as a plan B, <laughs> I kid, I kid. We uh, I reached out immediately to one of the funniest and most awesome people I know, and uh, we are so glad that he is going to. He is stooping down from his uh, majestic position in life to to slum it with the likes of us on our podcast tonight. But all the way from just outside of Dallas, Texas, would you guys? Please welcome to the Nerd of God cast one of my favorite human beings alive, the incomparable Chris Binion. Man, I love that. Even the crowd goes wild. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, uh, what, what's going on, man? Welcome to the Nerd of God cast. We are so glad. Have you ever been on a podcast before? 
Well, I, I mean, I've listened to one. Okay, well, that's that really is that really is half of it. Basically, the same thing. The answer is probably going to be no. Okay, well, good. Well, then it pleases us to be uh, to be the first. Chris is the pastor of Encounter Church just outside of Dallas. He is an award-winning songwriter, gospel songwriter, and uh, stand-up comedian. And, uh, and 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 man, we're just so glad that you would be with us tonight. Stand-up guy. How, how long have you been doing doing comedy, Chris? Twenty years, couple decades now. You're. How did you get to be so funny? Where did the Where does the comedy come from? <laughs> well, I don't know that I'm that funny. I just feel like, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I think it, the when I grew up, you know, my dad was a pastor, so you have to laugh at stuff. I mean, like if not, <laughs> you know, like, got a violent crime against you, catch a charge, you know. I mean, like if you don't find laughter, is you're like your main release in life then I'm pretty sure some kind of assault battery thing follows. <laughs> <laughs> church people are crazy, man. <laughs> Unpack that statement. Church people are crazy. Like what 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 kind of what kind of crazy is unique to church people? Oh my gosh, there's so many of them. Like church people are nuts. <laughs> I mean they do some of the craziest stuff I've ever seen. They're like, Pastor, your kid's the devil. Oh and they don't realize that the pastor's kid learned all their stuff from their kids. <laughs> That's why the pastor's kids jacked up. Because all their kids are jacked up. Oh the pastor's goodness. kids living in a home where he gets whipped every six seconds. <laughs> you know, I'm still swollen from the beatings I got when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? I'm overweight. I'm swollen. But I can't get the swelling to go down. Uh, but I would do something. And then and then they'd be like, your kid's terrible. And I'm like, really? Your kid smokes crack. What's the difference? You know? <laughs> Well, uh, if we have to change your name on this podcast so that none of your church members hear any of this, you know, we'll gladly do that for you. Well, see, now, that's the cool thing, because we planted our church, so it has our DNA. Our church family is crazy, awesome, fun, (laughs) and totally not religious, which I absolutely love. It's very relational versus, like, no one has to go around, like, acting like they're holy. We all know we're we're less than holy, and we're just imperfect people just trying to see perfection one day hmm. so, so there's super good stuff but there's comedy in those imperfections oh man that's, that's how i made that's how i made part of my living <laughs> i am mr imperfection <laughs> where where do you 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 make uh, now you mentioned it a little bit earlier you're you're uh what we call fluffy fellow right you know you and, and you you draw a lot of humor from even something like that big bone the big bone oh yes yeah, excuse, excuse me well, but but listen, I had an X-ray, and that ain't true. That ain't true. <laughs> <laughs> bones are not the only bones they grow that big, and they find in a dig in Arkansas somewhere. <laughs> I don't know why I said Arkansas. I'd probably started with the hey, No, they need um, to start digging there. They there Alabama. There's some raptors in Arkansas somewhere. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. So uh, probably all married to each other though. <laughs> 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 You know, it's like we just lost like, our Arkansas audience. Crazy <laughs> no, the one. All two Maybe of that's them. how they got the little short arms. You know, I don't know. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. no. For that? Is it, it is. You're rubbing your forehead like, uh oh. Well, there's that. You've never been on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this will be our first exclusive I've episode. Them. I've heard them. And, but there's not going to be any cussing, so we should be good. We should be yeah, fine. Yeah, as long true. as we don't cuss, so you can and say we're not going to talk politics, so we should be really good. So yeah, who'd you vote for in the last election? <laughs> no. <laughs> People, I, I actually wrote Kanye in a West. vote for myself. It's a sad <laughs> day when a frog won't croak for its own pond. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, man, I think I got as good a shot as any of them. Uh, so... so <laughs> 
I, I can hear. Who's your running mate? I said King Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it, I feel like he can really help us out a little bit. Yeah, he might. He might be good if you put him on the ballot. So, people more than ever. I mean, you talk about politics. People are more divided. They're more upset. They're more. They walk around in frustration. On top of all this, we got a global pandemic. Just everybody's miserable all the time. Uh, why? Why is laughter more important now than ever? You know what? I'm, I'm going to tell you something. The Bible actually talks about laughter in several verses. You know, everybody goes to that the 1722, a cheerful heart is good medicine mm-hmm. kind of uh, verse, but in Proverbs, but but actually in Luke, uh, blessed are you hunger, you'll be filled, blessed that we, for you will laugh. Hmm. Uh, in Psalms, in Psalms 126, it even talks about, you know, hey, the Lord's done spectacular things and we're overjoyed, but it, it literally says, then he filled. Then, the, then our mouths were filled with laughter. I mean, like, um, he'll fill your mouth with laughter again. Job even said it. And then Ecclesiastes, it's always like a real popular one. It's a time to kill, a time to heal. No, that that's kind of starts off crazy. It's really right? upbeat, yeah. It's a happy uh, verse. But, uh, it, it reminds me, because some of those relationships, is if, you know, you have you want to write that song, if I shot you when I wanted to, I'd be out by now. <laughs> 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 If I'd have just done that a long time ago, I'd be like, right now I could be free and you wouldn't be here and life would be so much better. But it literally says there's a time to cry and a time to laugh. So even the Bible talks about the, the importance of laughter. So we can't get away from it. And you know what? Laughter, we know, medically relieves stress. Mm-hmm. It releases endorphins on the inside of you. It's like eating chocolate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is also a real ministry of mine. <laughs> it's a spiritual oh, gift. Yeah. Oh man, it's a spiritual gift. Paul forgot to mention. It's like those Easter candies. Yeah, I beat anorexia, so I'm totally with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, know, you talk about these these verses, but people don't normally associate the Bible with having a good sense of humor or the Bible with being a happy book. You know, we go to Ecclesiastes and and it's, you got you got Solomon there. He's just like everything is meaningless. There's everything whole, under the sun sucks. There's a whole book called Lamentations. We got yeah, Lamentations and you know half of the Psalms David's like everyone yeah, You can't really me. read Solomon. You can't read Solomon without snickering a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Well, Solomon <laughs> That's does That's kind of like the Harlequin romance of the Bible. <laughs> it looks kind of like what? Things get a little crazy sometimes like let me read this. I can't read this to my children. What? And my son's 29. <laughs> Get really embarrassed. It's like, they're like the, the, the what's they're, they're drinking from what's it's like the what and the what? Nope. Nope. These are metaphors that we cannot repeat on, on veggie tales. That's why they never did Bob and Larry in the song of Solomon. Oh, oh, oh my. Hey, oh, where's my hairbrush? <laughs> I don't want to know where your hairbrush is in the Song of Solomon. <laughs> Come on, right? Oh my goodness! So, so, but but people people don't people don't think of the Bible as being a, a book of humor. People don't think of the Bible of, of God's people really being a, a fun loving people. I think that when we're portrayed in media, when people think about Christianity, they think of us as being kind of sour, long faced, you know, unhappy. We just want to complain about stuff. Every oh, look at all these horrible people that just ruin in the fabric of our but that's that's not been my experience with with God at all. What about you? Oh, absolutely not. And and I think the the problem with people is they're they're super serious all the time. And a lot of times we can get too heavenly minded that we're no earthly good. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I mean like we get we get so staunch in everything and and we get all down in the dumps, but I found my journey with God to be uh joyful. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, now there there are times when like I need comfort to my spirit, 
But then sometimes that comfort just comes through a good belly laugh. And I'm just like, dude, mm-hmm. that was freaking crazy <laughs> right there. That was fun. Yeah. You know, and I find myself just, just, I'm like, man, that was the funniest thing that ever happened. And then sometimes I just, you know, I, I look at the journey and just think, man, without the laughter, it wouldn't be worth, it wouldn't be worth walking mm. because you need that in your life to kind of help balance out the crazy moments. Before knowing Jesus, I thought I was having so much fun, like going out and partying and doing whatever, this, that, and the other. But some of my favorite moments after following Jesus were literally times where I was just with my friends mm-hmm. who love the Lord, literally belly laughing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, like literally being filled with joy. There was a time where I was overseas living in Eastern Europe, Central Asia, and we were teaching at a school. And while we were waiting for our next classes, we were just sitting downstairs, like in the basement. And I can't even remember what we were laughing about, but literally like stomach hurt, Mm -hmm. laughing, like belly laughing so hard. And Mm -hmm. I, I think back to that moment and we have a photo of it, but I don't remember ever being that joyful before knowing Jesus. Mm. And I just, like, my experience has just been so different, you know, before and after knowing the Lord, like, knowing true joy now. Yeah. You know? I, don't, I don't like the idea of being a miserable Christian. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, who's got yeah. time for that? Who's got time to be so religious that everything just is awful all the time? Ain't nobody mm-hmm. got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Jackie? I was gonna say, wait, wait, wait. I know the answer to that. <laughs> I know those people. <laughs> <laughs> Name them, then we start. No, 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 like, no. You're like, Let's pray for I'm them. like, well, wait a minute. I know five people right now. <laughs> <laughs> dumb things, dumb things make us laugh. Dumb things do make us dumb laugh. Dumb things make us laugh. What about stuff that's not dumb that makes us laugh? I want to, I want to bring this over to a biblical point. There are some stories in the Bible that make me laugh, mm-hmm. yeah. and I don't know if they should, but they do. Yeah. Can you guys, can, can you think of any stories in the Bible that just, they just give you a giggle? Yes. What do you think, Chris? Dude. Dude, Acts, Acts chapter 20, Eutychus, Paul, he waits till midnight to start preaching. That joker's sitting up in the windowsill. Paul just keeps going and going. I think that's why they invented sermon series, to help guys not die during service. Joker falls asleep, falls three stories to his death. Paul gets down, gets down and gets him up. Hey, man, you come back to life, man. I'm not through. <laughs> the Bible actually says he gets back up there and preaches till daybreak, bro. Like, Paul, you just killed somebody. <laughs> and, and the moral of the story is not stay awake during church. The moral of the story is, hey, man. The pastor's going to finish what he wants to finish. <laughs> but in closing. So so bring you uh, a finish back if that's what you need to get through his two, you know, his two points, the Old Testament and the New Testament. <laughs> Do something. Uh, that wouldn't make But that story, laugh. man, is always, that story's always been super funny because Paul, like, he stopped service. And, you know, I'm thinking, like, Paul's like, seriously, seriously. Like, now i got to go raise you from the dead. I was right fixing to hit my big point. The Oregon guys fixing to go, wow. I mean, we've been to da da I mean, we've been to have Holy Ghost revival, and you, I've got to build this back up again. <laughs> he said, watch this. I raise him from the dead, and people will at least shake a little bit. They're like, oh, glory. You know, they get a little, get a little jerk in their step. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to pass the offering plate after a dude comes back from the dead. I'm just saying, that, that's your moment. It doesn't get any better than that, Julia. Mm-hmm. 
I always just think it's funny. It's not a specific story, but whenever an angel appears to anybody in the Bible, and they obviously freak out <laughs> because of like you know you know the descriptions of angels yeah. like they're, they're pretty crazy. All the eyeballs, they're yeah, covered like, in eyeballs, and they're just like, hey, and they're like, ah, hey, hey, don't freak out. I tell you something. I can't <laughs> not freak wait, wait, out. Wait, 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 wait <laughs> right. do that one more time. Angel says, hey, and they say, ah, <laughs> don't freak out. Yeah. I, I but can't stop freaking out. Though. My eyes are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, let me ask you a question. Wouldn't you do that in the middle of the night if somebody just showed up, some some being showed up at the bottom of your bed and was like, behold, you'd be like, man, I have a license to carry. Later, I'd be like, what was that? What was that? Angel standing there, he got seven holes in him and he's like, he gets back to heaven and God's like, where'd you? He said, I was in Texas, bro. Everybody's got to <laughs> Seven holes in my eye. <laughs> My eye. My eye. <laughs> oh, what do you got, buddy? I, I just, I think it's funny. It's just the idea of David dancing in the street and his wife just get in here, get in here, stop dancing. What are you doing? You're David in your just, underwear. You're just like embarrassing her in the street, like, take, what's take up, everybody? Take it off this road. Oh, yeah, that's funny right there now. <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden he's like, you want to see some dancing? Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> He's like, put your clothes on, nut. <laughs> I'm sure the Lord was honored, but uh, it is awkward for everybody else that was in the room that said, oh, oh, it's like I that. I think the Lord was like, watch this, watch this, watch this. <laughs> Somebody's here. <laughs> hey, who else has got a funny Bible? Steven, what you got, man? So mine is not necessarily like a story, but it's a part of a story. It's when Elijah was going up against the prophets of Baal. Yeah, Elijah. And he's oh. taunting them. I and love one that. translation says, I'm going to paraphrase that because it's funnier. He's basically like, Where, Where's Baal? Is he on the toilet? Like, he's basically like, Is, is <laughs> uh-huh. he relieving himself? I is think he's relieving himself. Says. And it's 1 Kings 18. And so just, I always love, he's just talking so much smack. He's like, Hey, what? where's he at? Where is he? Is he sleeping? Is he yeah. taking a nap? Is he pooping? Like, I feel like that's what he was doing. And then, and Eli- always and then Elijah's up. like, oh, I'll, I'll light my wood on fire now. Could y'all wet it first? Yeah, he's just... just, just oh, that's It's the cockiness of Elijah that cracks me up. Oh, yes. I think it's funny when Bible characters... That's some serious smack talking right that's there. That's what I'm saying. When Bible it. characters do smack talking, that makes me laugh on, on, on my insides right there. I strive for that level of confidence. There, so one of my favorite stories, and I just I love the way the Bible just words it all. It's it's back in the book of Judges. It's an evil king and and god is god's sending uh, a dude to go kill him all right so it's judges three ehud uh is in the palace and um he says i he's i got a message for you now they before he came in they patted him down to make sure that he didn't have any weapons on him because you know you don't want to put somebody with a weapon in a room with the king right and uh they but they only patted his one side they didn't realize my dude was left-handed yeah. So they didn't pat him down on his right thigh. So he walks in there and he he goes to Ehud. He's like, "Hey, God's got a message for you." And, and he pulls the sword out. And this is just funny the way the Bible says it. He reached with his left hand, drew the sword from his right thigh, and plunged it into the king's bellies. Even the handle sank in to the blade, and his bowels discharged. That's funny. Like he <laughs> he stabbed the dude so hard he messed himself. First off, and then it said. The Ehud did not pull the sword out, and the fat closed in over it. Because this king uh, was, was a big chunky. old, you know, he's a big old chunky dude. This king dude. was so fat. How bad was he? He was so fat that his fat closed in around the blade. So now hold on. So this is the funny thing. So Ehud goes out the porch, right? And he he goes to he shuts the door of the upper room, and he he so he killed him, and he runs, right? So the guards, the servants who were outside, they found the room doors locked. 
And they said, oh, well, he must be relieving himself in the inner room of the palace. He certainly so relieved himself. They you figured, definitely they smell it. So, <laughs> this life. Is, so this is the deal. So they waited. I love the way the Bible describes this. They waited to the point of embarrassment <laughs> when he did not open the rooms. Like, they waited to the point where, like, what's wrong with him? It's been what two did, hours. What did he eat? Like, there's two guys that actually existed that had their king who was dead in the room. Eglon was the dude's name. And they thought... Well, I think we've given him enough time to poo. Like, there's something's got to be wrong. Bad dates. That's a funny story. I just want to see the part where they're like looking at each other, trying to decide who goes in first. Who goes in first? Like, do you want to walk in on the king on the king pooping? I don't. I don't want to be that one. And the shame that follows when they're like, "Oh, we did not do our job." He was dead the whole time. But he did poop. They (laughs) they left town. Like they didn't tell anybody what they found. They just ran. I washed my hands of the situation. Silent but deadly. They we live in it. We live in it. Alexandria! I don't know why, but when I first became a Christian and I was reading through Exodus and Leviticus, they're very hard books to read because they're the law, you know, whatever. But I don't know why. Every time I read the story of Moses being up on the mountain and Aaron being down like with the Israelites and they're waiting for Moses and they're like, let's make a God. And then he like Aaron takes all of their gold and like makes the golden calf. Yeah. And Moses comes back down from the mountain and he sees Aaron with the golden calf and he's like, "What did you do?" And he goes, "We threw the gold into the fire and behold a calf." <laughs> but I just I don't know why, but I I always imagine Aaron suddenly like an eleven year old just trying to like I didn't do it. And like, it wasn't me. It just it came out that way. Right. And that's when Moses like you done messed up. A A Ron. Right. But I just always imagine trying to steal my bit i always imagine aaron like leaning up against like the golden calf like sweet talking some girls and and then he like turns and sees moses coming down the mountain he goes oh crap oh no (laughs) moses moses hey i forgot were you supposed to come back today was that was that today today? moses looks at him you're not gonna have to drink that right <laughs> I don't know why I just always imagine it in like this very weird like sitcom scenario. Oh. Where Aaron's just like leaning up against the calf and then he sees Moses and Moses <laughs> is like just the look on his uh, face. It's like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. There there is there's a story and I, I hate I hate this story, but I love this story. It's just it's one of those like <coughs> awesome it's one of those awesome, awful revenge stories. You got uh, Dinah, one of the one of Jacob's kids, the the daughter, mm. and she she's going into town to hang out with the women, and the guys in the town they grab her and they take what they want from her in a in an intimate way, and uh, oh she's just devastated. But they're like, oh we like you, you're pretty, we want to marry you, and and you know dude has his way with her, and you know she goes home and it's a whole big mess and the family's angry, so the the guys that abused her came and they're like, hey, we want to marry her. What, 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 how, what do we have to do to make that happen? And the sons who, you know, they're up to no good, they say, oh, we can make that happen, but we can't do it if you guys aren't like us. You, to be part of us, you have to be part of our covenant. you got to get circumcised. So they're like, sure, let's do that. So they have all their guys, and they're like, we're going to get circumcised. And then we get her, and then look how much stuff they have. We're going to get all their stuff too. This is going to be great. This is a small price to pay to get all the things. And the Bible says that they got circumcised. <laughs> yeah. And three days later, while they were all still in pain— because they had taken a blade to their most private of parts, Jacob's sons came in, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, and they took their sword and they attacked him and they killed them all. 
Sweet that justice. is adding insult to injury. You okay down there? Huh? You, uh, didn't we're going to need you guys, you grown men, to get circumcised, and then we're going to kill you while you're in pain. <laughs> They're going to cut them twice. Jackie that's stop. a that's a baller move. No. Mm. I mean, maybe mm. bad choice of words. Yeah. I was, was going to say something <laughs> else. Oh, no. <laughs> Julia. So I had found this post, and you can correct me if it's not actually biblically accurate. Okay. So please. We'll default to Pastor Chris here. Right. So it says, um, this is your gentle reminder that one time in the Bible, Elijah was just like, oh. God, I am so mad. I want to die. So God said, here, have some food. Why don't you have a nap? So Elijah slept, ate, and decided that things weren't so bad. <laughs> Never underestimate the spiritual power of a nap and a good snack. Yeah. That is true. Can Pretty confirm. Bizarre. Can I get that an happened. amen, Pastor Chris? Amen. Who doesn't love a nap and food? Amen. <laughs> That's what Sunday afternoons are for. That's yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, sir. Literally. Christians are have a, a terrible reputation of being a, a humorless, unfunny people. How do we fix that? Well, I, I don't know that. Uh, I think it's a personal choice. It's, it's like everything else. There's a personal choice to, uh, to jog. I mean, like to, a terrible to get up choice, one day, though. put your running shoes on. Why? Yeah, oh, it's completely against... It, it, it's against the Bible. The, the Proverbs says a wicked man runs and no one's chasing him. I mean, like, hey, you sharing your business. Everybody running, you know, you didn't need Jesus. Like, I, I pulled up beside one lady one time. Tracy was in the car with me, my wife, and I was like, hey, hey, and I was hollering. And she stopped and looked at me, popped one of her little earphone pod things out. And she said, yeah. I said, you did it. He's not behind you anymore. You can stop. My wife, oh, my God. oh my goodness. Like you outran him. You did it. You know, like woohoo. And then one time I saw one person, they were super skinny. And I hollered back at him. I was like, Yeah, you can quit now. Look how little you are. Of course I'm big and they're like laughing, like, you should get up here with me. I'd be like, Why? I feel like I can live vicariously through you. Watch but you I run think and I can still eat this really. pie. I think people, yeah, I think people have to decide that they're going to have joy in their life. I, I tell my grandbaby something, uh, and I tell him, I say, the best attitudes make for the best days. Mm -hmm. And it's just a little saying. I I just made up one morning because she was fussing a little bit, and I said, hey, baby girl, the best attitudes make for the best days. It is a decision. Just like it's a decision to follow Christ, just like it's a decision to uh, to speed or not speed going down the freeway. Which, by the way, ludicrous that they have a fast lane, which is literally the crime lane, <laughs> and then they give you the ticket for doing what the lane is intended to do. And the police officer pulls you over, and he goes, "Hey, do you know why I'm pulling you over?" And the first thing I was like, "Well, maybe." But let me let you go first. I don't want to give you anything extra. <laughs> <laughs> and he never appreciates that. And I tell him that every time. Like, you know what? I think I might know. But I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> you know? But but I think it, everything is a decision in life. A decision on how we talk to each other. Word choices that we use. You know, some people, they can't, they can't say words without every other word being some crazy word that makes people blush. And it's kind of like, Hey, you know, you get to choose all that stuff, Yeah. you know, and you get to choose how you live your life. And, and, and it's a choice, literally laughter and a good attitude. And, uh, as a matter of fact, um, the, Oh, it just, it just hit me. Life is 10% of what happens to you 
and 90% of how you react to it. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You know, you've got to decide. I tell people all the time, sometimes I just, I wake up and, and, and I get myself in the right frame of mind. And sometimes I preload back when we had CDs back in the day. What? I mean, we still have them, but some cars, you can't even put them in there. Like I got my daughter's car and I said, Oh, I got this really cool CD. I want you to hear. And I just was like, where is it? The CD player. <laughs> and she looked at me, she said, dad, it's all like Apple music now. Mm-hmm, and I'm mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. what? Why are you talking weird like that? <laughs> you know what I'm but I'm like, but I couldn't, we couldn't. Uh, so we had to find it on Apple. But like, you know, fire your car up. If you're a journey fan, don't stop believing. <laughs> it's a great way to kick off the morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you're a Bill Gaither fan, you know, there's a great song for you. Like, I don't know, but just pick one. There's a bunch of them. But, but you said, I'm saying, I mean, like, find your style, find your thing. You know, don't get up in the morning and listen to spa music. That just makes you want to get a massage and go back to bed. You know what I'm saying? I feel bad. I have a playlist that I turn on first thing in the morning. It's called Productive Morning, and it's literally spa music. I feel so attacked right now. (laughs) Oh, I mispronounced it. It's supposed to be ska music. Oh, my goodness. Listen, I listen to one in the afternoon while I'm driving home so I can take a nap. Oh, no. That's why you're getting pulled over. Do you have any idea why I pulled you over, sir? Mm. I don't know. Five more minutes, Mom. Probably. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so you, it's an intentional choice. It's something that we have to choose to do. What, what are some oh, things? Absolutely. What fuels that fire? We, a little journey, a little Bill Gaither. Um, when things get tough and when we feel a little hopeless, how do we keep our, our, our smile on our face? I go back to that. that uh, there's a really old school song. It says, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I think about songs like that. And then, mm-hmm. like this morning, I found such joy. I was listening to a new worship song called Defender. Upper Room. Upper Room and Down. It's so good. Yeah. Listen to oh, it. Oh, so quality. I just think of Defender, the old arcade machine and, from but the But it 80s, talks but... about. You go. You oh, man. I love that game of yeah. jousting. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. If I can't worship the Lord while jousting someone on, a, on an ostrich, what are we even here for? I'm sorry. I digress. The song, yeah. Defender. No, no, no. But that, that that Defender song, and I found myself just getting raptured away this morning a little bit, you know, even though I'm driving to work and all of a sudden I'm tearing up. And mm-hmm. believe it or not, I just I just felt so much lift in my spirit, hmm. even though I was broken for a moment, because it just like, I just felt the Lord just speaking in my heart, trust me, mm-hmm. trust me, wow. I got this. And that brought such joy to me because that even if weeping may endure for a night, the Bible says joy comes in the morning. Yeah. yeah. So you can't get close to God and not find joy, not find mm-hmm. peace, not find hope. Uh, you know, he, he's even promised us in Jeremiah 29, 11, a future filled with hope and success, not mm-hmm. of suffering. But that denotes a choice. You've got to choose to have hope and success. Yeah. You've got to, or you're going to choose to suffer, you know, and it's how you do. It's like people, people always complain, you know, uh, I, my Monday through Friday gigs, I'm a VP at a bank. And so people sometimes come in, they're like, Man, you the bank did me wrong. They they charged me a fee for for overcharging my account for getting an overdraft. And I'm like, well, did you do the charge? Well, yeah, but I shouldn't have to pay them. Okay, well that's the paperwork you signed. You know, so the the fact is like, hey, you're gonna catch a fee if you don't do what's right. But but they just keep in the brain. You know, they can't they can't get past the thing with, hey, you've chosen to overdraw your account, so you're choosing to t- accept this 
$5 million fee for that $1.37 soda. <laughs> so now I've never had a Dr. Pepper that's worth 36 bucks. Yeah, but right. this old boy did. And he even called it the Sonic Happy Hours, which really made it funny because <laughs> I was like, whoa, man. That is a high-dollar soda right there. You got it half-priced and still got busted. <laughs> but your walk with God, everything you're doing in life is a choice. You're going to choose happiness or you're going to choose suffering. That's really good. That's, That's really good. good. Well, Chris, we uh, we so much appreciate you coming and hanging out with us tonight and just making us laugh and, and making us think a little bit. If people want to follow your journey or connect with you online, is there a, a good place for them to find you? I don't know. Probably. Probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Facebook. I mean, you can go out to YouTube and just type in Chris Binion. You'll see me live at the Potter's House with Bishop Jakes. That's a that's a big highlight. They, uh, people get a, a real kick out of that. I was about a hundred pounds heavier then, so like on this podcast, if you if you don't recognize me when you watch the YouTube thing, <laughs> it's probably because you can't see me on the podcast. Duh. <laughs> but but you can also go to. Uh, I think you can uh, just just Google anything Chris Binion. Now a lot of things that you'll find uh, songwriting stuff because God's really blessed me with the songwriting piece. But you'll find some comedy stuff out there as well. And then you can always go to Facebook, Chris Binion, and uh, um, I do live videos. Today I did one driving home called uh, Real Life, and uh, it literally it was all about the things that that make me crazy. You know, um, <laughs> that just kind of crazy. And sometimes. I do special videos about, uh, I don't know, uh, I find an instrument and I learn how to play it while I'm online immediately. Oh. So, so far, I'm That's very That's a fun great. challenge. I'm super experienced at the didgeridoo. Uh, <laughs> I have, I tried my best to play the violin and, and it worked sort of well. I got almost through because he lives until he died. <laughs> and then oh. I thought, well, that's what, Easter's for, right? He comes back. <laughs> come back. It's a win. It's a win-win for all of us. Uh, but that's kind of the thing, and that, that's the ways you can track me down and, uh, you know, always just, like, shoot a little message or something, and I always respond to my own stuff. I don't have a publicist that does it for me. Uh, I like to connect with people, you know, and I'm not that uh, – I was going to say big and famous, but let me just say I'm not that famous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, if anybody's in the uh, the Dallas area, you guys are just outside of Dallas on the uh, northeast side, right? Yeah, actually, even from downtown Dallas, we're only about 30 minutes away. It's Encounter Church. Uh, the church is almost quadrupled in size during COVID. That's wow. awesome. It's, it's That's been great. an amazing it's been an amazing journey. I do leverage some comedy in uh, <laughs> uh, while I while I while I while I minister, but. You know, most people, uh, when they come, they're like, man, we were laughing at one moment. The next moment, man, we were just crying because it was like, man, it was such a powerful moment. And that's a God thing. That has nothing to do with me and, and, and has to do with the anointing. It breaks the yoke. So that's a, uh, but yeah, yourencounter.com. Uh, or if you're on Facebook, just facebook.com forward slash your encounter. And we have services on Sunday at 1030. It's 5,000 square foot of crazy. Nice. Uh, in, <laughs> So, it's like a Chuck E. Yeah, Cheese up in blast. there. What? What? A Chuck E. Cheese? Who doesn't love Chunky e. Cheese? <laughs> I always called him Chunky e. Cheese. No, that's that's. But a... I like Chunky e. Yeah. That's blue cheese. Who doesn't love blue cheese? I don't. That's that's gross. There's no room for what? that. No, not a fan. Not a fan. 
Oh, Lord. Yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll, I'll, I might pray on it. But, uh, but Chris, thank you so much for joining us in the Nerdy Guy yes, cast. And, uh, and if, I'm ever in, if I'm ever in Dallas, thank I'm you. driving to see you, Thanks. man. And, and, we, and remember, he's filling up, so you got to get there early. Otherwise, I want to go. You're going to end up in the cheap Let's seats. Let's go to Texas. Let's go. All right, Nerdy Guy cast trip. We're going to Texas, everybody. Heck yeah. Yeehaw. Can I wear my Eagles jersey? You cannot <laughs> wear your Eagles jersey in Texas. They have to shoot at you by law. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, it's a sand. Yep, it is it's a sand. sand. It's a sand. Chris Benny, thank you so much for joining us tonight. God bless you. We love you, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. All right, thank you, T-squared. All right, man, be good. <laughs> Bye-bye. I'm only going to call you T-squared from now on. Please don't. Yeah, I kind of love that. Squared T? Please don't. T sounds delicious. Well, that was fun. I mean... Great insight, great great mm, wisdom. Yeah. I don't want to be an unhappy person. I no. want to be the kind of person that laughs and makes other people laugh too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my one of my biggest like reasons for like getting into church and getting into my Bible and getting into Christianity was uh, literally one night. It was an un Valentine's Day party, oh. and uh, <laughs> it was just. Everybody got together around the dinner table. We had a spaghetti dinner or something we, like that. We used to have parties for people in our uh, young adult kind of circles that didn't have dates on Valentine's Day. So everybody else mm-hmm. was out doing their romantic thing. So we would have an un-Valentine's party. Like, hey, all you single, yeah. ready to mingle, come on over. And it was just, we would just eat and we'd do karaoke and we'd have fun. It yeah. was Galentine's before Galentine's. That's yeah. Right. It and like, it was just, I remember just eating at the, ta- at the table with everybody and we're all just laughing our heads off and everybody was... Talking clean. There was no cussing, no fussing, and I, I don't know the other one, but and, but it was uh, it was a lot no of, back talking. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I just remember laughing my head off. Like Tony, I think one time we had dinner together, and Tony said we can never ever live together because every time we would try to eat dinner, we would just keep trying to make <laughs> each other laugh. And it's like it's it's people think so much that if you're a Christian, you can't be jokey, you can't have a good time, you can't laugh. But I remember specifically finding out that night. Like, that's completely the opposite. Yeah, and the community and the healing that comes from laughing. Like, mm-hmm. um, you think about, um, like, any scene you're doing, if you're doing acting. Mm-hmm. And you have to find, like, comedy and love and life in, like, these these moments that may seem bleak. Because that's what real life is like. Like, if mm-hmm. there was no room to laugh, like, what would we be? Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. Miserable, depressed. Yeah. I, I love that when you're in a scene, or you, you can even see it, like, like on Saturday Night Live or something, when one of the characters break. Oh. It, it's it's always one of the best moments. People love that kind of stuff. Oh, Jimmy yeah. Fallon. We're there oh, to make Jimmy <laughs> Fallon. He breaks all the time. It's, it's always annoying. <laughs> We're there to make people laugh, but sometimes it makes us laugh, too. I mean, that's that's good. I just, I can't imagine going through some of the hardest things that I've gone through in my life without you know, being yes. able to find joy mm-hmm. with the community that I have, yeah. with my church or with when I was with YWAM. I just, there are, in the past five and a half years that I've known the Lord, I've gotten, I've gone through really hard and really challenging things, but never once did I ever feel like I didn't have joy. And if I didn't have that, if I didn't have those people that I could consistently go to, not mm. only when things are hard, but knowing that I can go to them when things are okay too, because we weep with those who weep, but we also rejoice with those who rejoice. Mm-hmm. And so those those people are there with me in in all of those scenarios. And I just I I can't imagine not having that community. Yeah. And I only found that after finding Jesus. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that before. I went through yeah. really hard things before knowing Jesus and I was miserable and I was awful and I was 
terribly depressed and anxious all the time Mm -hmm. and i just can't imagine going through life without having that community and that fellowship that brings me back to oh i can still have joy even though things are hard because joy is different than happiness Mm -hmm. there's a freedom in that too Mm -hmm. and i think god has a sense of humor i don't yeah. Y- y'all can't tell me otherwise. Yeah, yeah. he created things. the platypus. You can't tell me he doesn't <laughs> have a sense of humor. Say. When I worked at Disney, there was a guy named Willie. Willie was just this awesome old man, and Willie would walk by, and I'd say, "Hey, Mr. Willie," and he'd be like, "Hey, how you doing, young man?" And uh, <laughs> and and I said, "I'm doing, I'm doing good." I said, I'm, "I said I'm feeling happy." I said, "You, why are you always so happy, Willie?" And he said, "I'm not happy." He said, "I got the joy of the Lord." And, and, and I said, man. "Yeah, same difference." And he goes, "Nope, not the same thing." He said, "If you're happy, the things that happen around you can make you unhappy." If you're happy, something can come along and make you mm. unhappy. He said, but joy only comes from God, and that means yeah. that God, that no one can take it away but mm. God. So, so it's better to be joyful than be happy. Now, and I've never forgotten that uh, Willie sharing that story. It's completely redefined the way that I live because right. joy can still exist in the middle of a bad moment. Mm-hmm. Joy is, it can still be present even when the thing when you don't have the thing that makes you happy and there's right. not a lot of hope left you mm-hmm. can still have joy and that's why the joy of the lord is our strength right. yeah. yeah no go, going off what alexandria said i it makes me thankful that i found jesus when i did when i was 13 years old because i can't imagine going through like the past almost 14 years of like life without knowing the joy of the Lord, without having that relationship, without having that fellowship, because like most, most of my friends are are from church. Most of my friends are you guys. Like I have a tight circle and it's. And how much heartache have you avoided because of that? Yeah. Like it's, it's incredible to have like those encouragements that God has put in my life through my relationship with him and through like you guys here so makes me very thankful you bring a lot of joy to the people around you too just by your natural goodness i think even this 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 year that we've gone through Mm -hmm. how could somebody do it like i see why people are really struggling right now how could you do this without having hope in the lord yeah how could you go through the things that we've had to endure in our nation and in our world Mm -hmm. without jesus I was definitely going to say I love what he said about it being a choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so often uh, one of the reasons I th- see Christians um, seeming miserable or seeming like they're uptight is because there's like a sense of like, oh, I'm a victim hmm. in life. And like if someone like tries to poke fun at you, it's like, oh, no, don't. That's like sacred or whatever. And like there are some things that are sacred, but I think there's too many things that Christians take really personally mm-hmm. that I don't think need to be that way yeah yeah yeah. unpack that like for example what do you think christians take super personally that they get bent out of shape over i don't know i think i just know more christians that get bent out of shape about somebody like talking about like just them in general like if i were to poke fun at somebody that's not christian more of the times i just notice that christians have this special sensitivity I guess it's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, oh, yeah. I, but I've seen, I, I, and I didn't know which way you're going to go with that. I've seen Christians they get bent out of shape if you listen to the wrong thing, or yeah. if you vote the wrong way, or mm-hmm. if you, Quote, and, 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 and and there's there's all these different things that people will say. Well, you didn't go the way that I thought you should go, mm-hmm. and it doesn't, and, and I, I don't see, mm. I don't see Jesus getting his bent out of shape about certain things that I, that I see Christians getting bent there's out of shape. There's a pride, yeah. I guess, is what I'm getting at. Like, Maybe. Yeah, maybe we defend our culture more than we defend our kingdom. Yeah, and I think mm. we need to just have some sense of humor about some things, right? I, I would hope so. I think God has a sense of humor about some things. Yeah. Mm. Well, and not even that, but 
consistently staying connected to Holy Spirit literally produces joy. Mm-hmm. Yes. The fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, yeah. peace, yeah. patience, patience, kindness, kindness goodness, 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 faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If you want to be a watermelon, you might. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, but this joy that we're talking about is a natural byproduct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's you don't have to strive for it. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to find it hidden under a rock. It's mm-hmm. there whenever so you true. remain connected to him and and against those things there there's no such law you know so there's nothing prohibiting christians from having joy nothing except for you getting in your own way because you think you have to say holy and high and mighty Mm. and whatever come on say it again for the people in the back come on right now get it in your own way Mm -hmm. like you can't like there's not there's nothing preventing you from being joyful in the presence of god except for you and yourself yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. nothing I mean, it reminds me like in the Gospels when Jesus basically says, you know, if you have faith like these, like the children, mm-hmm. you know, it remind like when I think about that, I think about like how happy and joyful and full of laughter kids are. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. if we had faith like that, I mean, I heard someone say one time that babies that are born deaf and blind still laugh. Mm-hmm. So like that's just not like they that's didn't hear true. something wow. funny, wow. they didn't see something funny, they just have that already in them. Yeah. yeah. And I think we lose that as life happens, we lose some jaded. of that joy. Yeah. Um and as we grow up, you know, we lose our happy thoughts, so to speak. But it's like if we just not be childish, but we have a childlike faith, meaning like mm. be full of joy, be full of laughter, mm. be open to mm. happiness. Yeah. Very, very good. Have you guys ever seen like reenactments or like really cheesy like Bible videos where they have like Jesus and he's like all holy and he's like very solemn? Yeah. And then in comparison, blessed to some- are the peacemakers. Yeah, and you know, you know, Max von Sydow, the guy who played Ming the Merciless in Flash Gordon, played Jesus in the greatest story Hail ever Ming. told. Hail Ming. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like you have this very serious, stoic, like intense, sunken-eyed, like yeah. oh my gosh, Jesus doesn't look like he's much fun or that he's like mm-hmm. super loving but like have you ever seen the chosen anybody here no i've, I've heard of it, you know I've, it seen, I've seen parts so it's of like it, yeah. that crowdfunded um like free to watch mm-hmm. and stream show that is just falling through the gospel and the guy that they have playing jesus i've never seen anybody act like that before while being jesus in anything and he's just so lovely and like kind and there's like moments where he's like laughing with his disciples and he like um, like if he sees Mary coming, he hasn't seen her in a long time. He picks her up, swings her around, like he loves. Oh, and at one point, like he heals somebody, and then he just says something about like him, like, "Hey, green's a good color on you." And he just makes people laugh and smile. <laughs> it's like season two coming soon too. Guys, I want to be like that. I don't want to be holier than thou. I don't want to yeah. be a Christian mm-hmm. that's like my nose up or like I'm better than you because this, that, and the other. I'm not. And I think just being somebody that's willing to laugh with people and have that childlike faith and that those relationships just seems so much more like how Jesus would have been. Yeah. Right. What do you think would have made Jesus laugh? Not my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Peter falling in the water. <laughs> you think Jesus like, laughed ah, at Peter? Ah, come oh, on. My favorite is when Jesus is like sleeping, right, in the boat, and then they're all freaking out because there's a big storm, and Jesus gets up, he's like, guys, calm down. Yeah, Seriously. Right, Put the storm away, and then he's just like, all right, we'll go back to sleep. I'm a, like, I'm a, <laughs> puts it on snooze. He's chilling. <laughs> Jesus is chilling, and I think he's so carefree. A lot of the times, obviously not before, you know, the crucifixion yeah. and stuff like that, but like, I feel like he just has this, this feeling of like, 
God's got, like, the Father has got this. Why do I need to stress? I don't need to stress. I always think about the story when Jesus comes in, you know, Palm Sunday was, was last week, and we're, we're right upon Easter season now, and, and Jesus goes into the temple, right? And he sees the money changers. He's flipping these tables, and mm. it's like, ooh, Jesus, uh, you know, is angry. He's, he's in Papa Bear mode, right? Mm. But then as soon as he's done flipping all these tables, the, the Bible says that the blind and the lame were, like, coming to him to be healed. Now, if you're blind and you're lame, it's there's some effort Mm -hmm. to go and find this guy. The, even when Jesus was flipping tables angry, there was, was still so something about him desirable. that was so desirable and yeah. so approachable. Even when Jesus is in the garden and he's crying so much that he's like pouring blood, blood you yeah. know, it's like there's still something about him that transcends all that. And I think that even in our moments when we get frustrated and we're angry, I think there's something in our moments when we feel overwhelmed and, and frustrated, like, like, like we're just outgunned and outmanned. Mm -hmm. I, I think that we can still have something in us that brings that feeling in the world around us that changes the temperature of the room that we're in. I think about the road to Emmaus. You get these two uh, guys, and they're yes. walking on the road, and they're walking with Jesus, and then he disappears, and they're like, oh, it was Jesus. Didn't you feel it when we were talking like, with him? It was like our hearts burning Our hearts us. were burning within us, and they yeah. and when Jesus walked away, they were just like, <gasps> like I knew something was different. Like One I, guy hands the other guy a $100 bill. I didn't. <laughs> you told me. I Do you think that Jesus was just wearing a pair of glasses like Clark? Oh Definitely, yeah, I think so. I what are you so. wearing on your face? <laughs> what is, glasses, oh, those glasses, glasses haven't been invented yet. yet. <laughs> the better to see you. I have no time. <laughs> I, but like, uh, imagine aside from like the spiritual potency of of the risen, glorified Christ, right? Like, imagine if that was the way that we were. If every time that we were in a room with people and we left, people went, "Gosh." I, that person is so delightful. Like, there's just something about them that makes me feel I don't even know what the word is. It's like it's called joy. It comes from the Holy Spirit. And you should you should totally steer into it. When I first became a Christian, I was working at a place, um, and I worked a lot of overtime. But there was a an older woman. Her name was Beatrice. That I worked with, and on my way, uh, I was walking past her little cubicle, and it was I mean maybe. Um, few weeks after I was saved so I'm like fresh baby Christian mm -hmm. she as I'm walking past her little cubicle to go put something on the shelf she stops me and grabs my arm and looks me dead in the eye and she said Alexandria there's something different about you mm -hmm. there's just something so different about you. you have this you carry a joy now and you didn't have it before oh, you wow. were you were fun before but you carry something different now and she said that to me and I was so marked by that moment. I was like, because I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I know that I made the decision to follow Jesus and I know that I was filled with the Holy Spirit and I know that I made Jesus the Lord of my life, but I didn't know if it was noticeably different, yeah, right. you know? And that one moment with Beatrice and she stopped me and she said, there's just something, there's just something different about you. That's right. You know? And oh. I, and I think joy marks a Christian. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. Mm. Joy so, and love, yeah. So what can someone do to bring a little bit of laughter into their life today? What What's the homework? What's the action step that we want to give them? Julia? Ah, oh, geez. I would say just don't be so hard on yourself all the time. Yeah. I feel like being a person that, like, judges themselves constantly where I'm just like, oh, is this right? Is this wrong? Like, breathe and yeah. 
Like, watch something fun with your friends. Don't yeah. take it too seriously. <laughs> I mean, take your faith in your walk. Yeah, a, yeah, take a that level of for sure. Take that seriously. One of my favorite um, things that someone said is like, don't take life too seriously. No one gets out of it alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, like accurate. We ha- if you tell, believe, tell Jesus that. <laughs> He's the only you, exception. If you believe in God, uh, and if you don't, I hope you come to. But if you believe in God, there is like a security in that. Mm. Um, like steer into that. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So watch something funny with your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch something yeah. funny with your friends. Don't do it by yourself. Yeah, yeah. chill out. With yeah. Fellowship is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. For sure. It, laughter. If you're watching something funny, you know you get that. <laughs> if you're by yourself, <laughs> right? But if you're with other people, you're more inclined to laugh out loud. That's like, like Napoleon laughs. Dynamite. Yeah. People who watch that with other people love that movie. People who watch it by themselves hate that movie. The first time I saw Dumb. that movie was by myself. I thought it was stupid. Yeah, and then same. I watched it with a bunch of people. I'm like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> right. that's, I'm telling you, that's the way, that's the, that's the kind it's of It's not good for man to be alone. Exactly. Yeah. So what's your, what's the homework you're going to give them, Stephen? What's something they can do to bring a little bit of laughter into their lives? Um, listen to our show. There you go. No, they're already there. <laughs> no, but I mean, I would just say be open. Like, don't, don't allow what's going, and this is probably easier said than done, but just be, be open to, to hear from people and to accept, accept joy. Like, y'all, y'all giving some spiritual answers. I was going to just be say stuff like, hey, look up a silly joke online and memorize it and tell it to somebody who doesn't oh, expect it. If Make- that's the case, get your friends together, then f- somehow stream the movie Lost Skeleton of Cadaver at oh, 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You'll never stop laughing. Yeah. Why is it that things get so much funnier the later in the night that it is? Oh, I know <laughs> because that. Because you feel like sure. haha's. <laughs> I know that. The, the sleepy haha's is a medical condition. The sleepy haha's is a medical condition. What? The sleepy haha's. The sleepy haha's. The night giggles. That made it weird. Jackie, what's the homework assignment? What do you want them to go do to bring a little bit of laughter to their life? Schedule some time to hang out with some friends this week. There you go. Make it happen. Maybe not a lot of friends. Doesn't have to be all of them. Maybe just one. But just schedule some time to hang out. Have some fellowship. Do something fun. Do something fun. With someone fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be someone fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. One of the one of the biggest uh, things that I learned um, there was a there was a time in my life when I when I was I was a Christian at the time. But I was just going through a really, really tough patch that lasted like a year or two. And I was dealing with a lot of things in that time. And I was just coming off so like depressing and just like, oh, what was me? And nobody wanted to hang out with me. And I'm like, oh, nobody wants to hang out with me. And as well, well, you know, you're being kind of a downer. You're, you know, you kind of create your own, your own yeah, reality there, right? Exactly. Like, nobody cy- likes me. So then nobody likes you. Yeah, it's but a cycle. When you find your joy in something better than like physical joy, then it's like people want to be around people who are joyful because mm-hmm. they it, it kind of give each other energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, vibes. Yeah. Good yeah. vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. And remember that that humor doesn't hurt people. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it shouldn't. It's easy to make fun of somebody, but that's not fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, no, it is not. let your humor be something that everyone can enjoy and be a part of and, and do no harm. Right. Yeah, give so, people the best version of you. The best version of you. One of my favorite things to do is go to the grocery store and make puns of the things that I see on the shelves. Yes. <laughs> you should go to Ikea and do that. Oh my gosh, yeah, but it'd be so much Ikea harder hide and, and seek. in a Scandinavian language. Yeah, but you just find ones that have a weird sound and you make a pun out of yeah, it. Yeah, I guess so. Or just say it funny. Or if you're in but Target, yeah. there's the frozen food section and there is one that says, there you go, do you know what I'm saying? Oh, it says like, like frozen um, Hispanic, uh, Hispanic, uh, Hispanic frozen or something like that effect, and I, like I climbed in and I was like, "It's me." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not frozen Hispanic. Another thing you can do is find a appropriate 
but terrible movie, like a really bad B movie, and just watch it with a friend the and just make fun it of it the whole the time. Best. The yeah. B movie. One of the best the movie experiences I've ever had was with Neff, and we saw this movie, and it was an awful movie. In a movie theater. Nobody else was in the theater except for Neff and I, and the entire movie, we were just cracking jokes about it the movie. It was so funny. And it was way funnier than anything in this do movie. You remember, do you remember watching Halle Berry's Catwoman? Yes. And just shredding that movie? Yes, it's so fun. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Shredding it to okay, so, so, yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, <laughs> this moment has been brought to you by <laughs> Predator and Prey. Uh, <laughs> hey, thanks you guys for hanging out with us tonight. We hope that you have uh, had some laughs and uh, that you continue to laugh and make others laugh because laughter is good. It does good like medicine. The Bible does say in Psalms chapter 4, verse 7, this is one of the promises of God. It says, you have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. So whatever it is that you're trying to supplement your laughter with, whatever it is that you're trying to prop up your humor with, trust me, it does not even hold a candle to what God will put in your heart if you lean into him. So uh, we are so grateful that you are laughing with us tonight. Uh, again, don't forget, follow us across the social medias at Nerve Godcast. If you are interested in being part of the financial blessing of the show, please check us out at patreon.com slash Nerd of God cast, and uh, please jump over on Facebook and join our Nerdy God Squad small group. Uh, we we have a great time. It's a great place to um, just really be yourself, make some people laugh with some great, funny, and sometimes really not funny, like terrible, awful, not funny Christian memes. Um, and just <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Not yeah. anything that I've posted. Uh, oh, definitely not, Jackie. <laughs> Listen, there, there's some, and I don't. If if there's something on there, and I just say this is just not funny, I'll usually just let it go for a while because I enjoy watching someone post something that's not funny, and then no one likes it. It's just wow. this weird, like, like I think the room is speaking to the fact that you have shared something stupid. That's not the joy of the Lord, sir. No, but, but it's funny. But I, <laughs> if something's really bad, I'll just be like, yeah, deleted. Uh, so it's okay. I, I can have a good sense of humor and be a little judgy, right? That's the admin privileges for the group. Uh, but we do thank you guys so much for being part of our squad. We want to say goodbye to everybody from the Nerdy Godcast crew. Steve-O Supremo. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? Interrupting Cal. Interrupting Boo! Oh. <laughs> Wait, that's one of my favorite. You mean boo. Uh, Alexandria Marka. Goodbye, friends. I thought we were going to do this thing with jokes around the circle. I was going to, but my favorite joke is really long. And it takes we'll do it right now. Go. No. We're <laughs> Quentin Gregory Neff. Banana. Banana who? Banana. Banana who? Weren't you glad I didn't say banana? You're going to nope. say orange. <laughs> <laughs> Blank stairs. <laughs> uh, Julia. I love you guys. We love you too. Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. And for a one and done special appearance tonight, gracing us with her presence, Jackie Freegan Wilson. Bye. My name is Tony T from all of us in the Nerd of God Squad from coast to coast and even in Toronto. We love you. We bless you. Get out there and make someone laugh. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we can stay here. There was a snail who was a collector of fine items, but his particularly favorite thing, particularly favorite thing to collect were vintage cars.
Hmm. He purchased this beautiful vintage car, but it needed some work done. And he fixed this car up on his own, but he just couldn't get the paint job done right. So he took it to his, to his friend, who happened to know how to paint cars. And he said, this is what I'm envisioning. Bright red car, two white stripes in the center, and a giant S on either side for of this car. And the guy goes, yeah, I think I can do that for you. A few weeks pass, he calls up his snail friend and says, hey, your car is done. And the snail is excited beyond belief. And he goes and he looks and he says, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I can't wait to drive it. And his friend says, yeah, I'm excited for you too. But I have to ask, why did you get two giant S's painted on the side of your car? It's not like a racing number or anything. And seems kind of random. And the snail goes, well, because when I drive very quickly past people, I want them to say, wow, look at that S car go. <laughs> Our face is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Every time I tell that joke, I make myself laugh. Those I want to say my favorite those joke. Those are crickets, not snails. But it's also <laughs> Neff's favorite joke. What sound does a snail make? Which one? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, one? yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. My favorite one. It's the one where... Um, so a woman's at her husband's funeral. Oh, no. oh it's happy already. And uh, a man, a man comes up to her and says, uh, "Can I, can I say something?" She says, "Go, go ahead." He goes up in front of everybody, leans into the microphone, and goes, "Plethora." And he goes and sits down, and the woman turns around and says, "Thanks, that means a lot." <laughs> That's also my favorite Solid. joke. A lot of my humor is self-deprecating. What's a joke? My life. Oh, oh <laughs> Jackie. Jackie, your life is a treasure. <laughs> Human trash. What's your favorite joke, Tony? Nick, you got a joke for us? No. <laughs> no? no? You don't have a joke? Tell us uh, no. an engineer joke. I would, but I think it would go over your heads. Oh. Wow. And we just got school. Science. I need some aloe for that burn. Ooh. 